It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the AZ Wildcats podcast and brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook app, Arizona's number one, uh, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit the like, subscribe button, and they'll get you all the started. All right. When I think of Arizona athletics, when I think of the city of Dallas, I'll be honest with you, there's nobody that I think that's more uh, synonymous with that, and that's the captain, Mr. Kelvin Efon. How you doing there, my man? Man, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. How you doing today there, Big Mike? How you doing? Not, not too bad. Are you rocking a JT jersey right there? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I got my boy Jet. He brought that championship to the town. Right. So I got, I got that, that Trey one on there, but, you know, it's about that detail for sure. We uh, It's funny. Uh, AJ was on the other day, and he was talking a little bit. Uh, I asked him about, uh, you know, you and uh, I said, you know, who was JT with? And he said, it was either me or Kelvin. <laughs> and uh, it, was, it was awesome. So just to hear that. Um all right, Kelvin, we got a lot to get to. We're going to talk a little Kelvin Efon, but first I wanted to kind of get your take on what's going on in uh, Arizona basketball, football, and a little women's basketball. First and foremost, Arizona's ranked number three in the nation right now. Nobody follows college basketball better than you or more than you, and for good reason. You put uh, you put uh, Lester, or, you know, you put Lester Medford in a very good spot at Baylor and uh, defending champion, so you watch everything. You know how to navigate the scene. Mm-hmm. When you watch uh, – Arizona right now and you watch the rest of the nation is there who out there does Kelvin Efon worry about or say you know what they might have us right now is there that team uh you know what it, it, it it's a toss-up it's about it, to me any team in the top 25 could end up winning it it's one of those type of years I mean you got so many different uh transfers that have transferred to these uh schools but Arizona there's no team that scared me there's right. no scheme because Arizona has all the ingredients and 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 as they uh, get more conference games and and get to have that Pac-12 uh, uh, tournament and learn to be tournament uh, tested, I think they're going to be one of the teams when you know one of the teams that can win it all. When you watch this team right now, and you got to play for uh, you got to play for Coach Olson. By the way, uh, you know a little something about the guy that's in the middle of that cabinet right there, Damon Stoudemire. Um, when you watch this team right here, I have I never saw anything like this with Miller where I could go to go to the bathroom or I could go to get a soda and it goes from three points to 20 points in about a three minute time period. It's very reminiscent of when you were playing there for the Wildcats. What 
how does that brand of basketball work and how are they able to be able to push the ball in the way that they are to be so effective? Well, you know, first and foremost, you have to get the basketball. So I think the effort that all those guys are making, Coach Lloyd always talks about it, the effort. And I think those guys' defensive tenacity and effort that they make on the defensive end, uh, that team defense that they're playing, everybody uh, sacrificing for each other with Coloco in the back, with, with Balo in the back, protecting the rim, Tabellas in the back, protecting the rim, and even being Mathurin can protect the rim. So when you have all those guys protecting the rim, plus the perimeter defense that those guys have, the perimeter guys can be aggressive in the passing lanes and things end up happening. It, it, again, it, it reminds you a lot of back in the day watching Coach Olsen because, hey, if you got a – one thing about it, if you got a steal, it was up to you what you did with it. You could go <laughs> score it or right. you could drop a dime or pull the ball out. So there's a lot of options when you steal the ball to affect the game. You know what I love too is when they get a rebound, there's an outlet pass and then there's a secondary pass and you're literally right at the rim. It's not of this, you know what, let's find the point guard and then he runs the ball up the court. Kelvin, they move the ball so quickly and they advance it that it stresses a defense like no other, especially if you don't have the kind of talent when you've got a Ben Matherin coming at you and, oh, by the way, we're not even in defensive position yet. Well, you know what? What I love about that is you have all five guys rebounding, and that's what's happening. All five guys are going for the rebound, and then once they get the rebound, everybody's breaking out because they understand that if I get the ball up to you, that next that that hockey assist, that next pass goes to the next guy for the score, whether it's to Bellis or Coloco running the floor, or it can be into Terry's hand or into Ben Matthews' hand. So these guys are being totally unselfish, but I think the key to it is uh, rebounding the basketball and whoever rebounds it has that initial dribble, has that initial pass up. So everybody's rebounding. You know, Kerr is a you know pretty good rebound on the defensive end as well. So to me, it's, it's all those guys, again, it starts on that defensive end, securing that rebound so you can throw that pass up. Are you surprised by how good Ben Matherin is? Not that he's achieved this, but how good he's become so quickly. By the way, Kelvin, we're already getting comments on your swag right now. That's a sweet hat, Kelvin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Are you surprised by how quickly, though, like the improvement he's made, that jump from his freshman to his sophomore year, or did you see this one coming? Yeah, you know, when he stayed around, when he stuck around and, uh, you know, he could have went to the NBA, would have been a late pick or a second round pick, early second round pick. Uh, when he when he stuck around, I, I already knew then that there would be a jump. And then when he got Coach Lloyd in here, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, some of the assistant coaches from the NBA, uh, right. guys that were just, you know, development guys in with the Suns, I was like, he uh, it, it was going to translate. He's a hungry guy. I know he really wants to get to the NBA and, uh, you know, watching him play is just you can tell again that he's soaking it all up because Lloyd asked him to hit the boards, uh, show e- effort in other places, rebounding, steals, offensive rebounding. And he did it in spades. And, and you see his game. He don't just have to score 20 points to be effective right. now. He can lock you down defensively or hit the boards. When I look at this team and I'm going to go a little and feel free to slap me around if I'm wrong here because I might be wrong. Um, I look at this team, Kelvin, and Ben Matherin to me is the best NBA prospect. But after that, I think Dalen Terry's the next best NBA prospect because a lot of people are saying Coloco. I have, and again, this isn't, you know, because Coloco has been fantastic. He's improved mm-hmm. by leaps and bounds, but we're in a different era now. And when you don't have offensive moves really like he does, whereas a guy like Dalen Terry, 
He's a jack of all trades. He's six foot eight. He can guard three different positions. You've seen him up close for a long time, longer than most. So you know that he can handle. You know that he can be that secondary passer. I see this kid after a year or two. I see him being in the league for ten years. I I, I agree. I think that he has a lot of that uh, uh mellow ball. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, not the scoring ability because he hasn't been asked to do that. So you haven't seen that. I don't think that's going to be his angle. But a guy that's just able to affect the game with defensive deflections, steals. Uh, he, he can cover one through four, one through three in the NBA, uh, one through four with the small ball that they're doing now. Uh, uh, and then offensively, he's a point guard offensively. I mean, he's right. a guy that's high assist to turnover ratios, second, third, best in the nation, fourth or what, whatnot. Uh, I, I see a lot of intangibles. He's only going to get stronger. Uh, uh, he plays with, you know, high intelligence. Uh, yeah, I, I just feel like that he has a lot of intangibles. I think Coloco is a guy, pick and roll is going to really help him out a lot, the way that they're playing a lot of the fives, his ability to switch out on, on different guys. I would like to see him step out a little bit more on, on those now. Seems like they're hanging back into the lane. I would like to, I like, I, I would love to see Coloco show um, like he did a lot last year, play outside of that three-point line and switch on some of these guys to show you have that ability. But right now, Terry probably has the second most uh, upside as far as professional career right now. All right, so we look, let's go around the conference right now. You got UCLA, you got USC, and uh, the Oregon Ducks. Um, am I crazy to think that right now that Oregon athletically looks like the team that I think matches up best with Arizona. I think that UCLA is going to have a pro honestly rock. I think UCLA is going to have a major problem with Arizona because Arizona's bigger and UCLA has got dogs. We always talk about that, but they don't have the kind of height that Arizona can come with. Oregon's at least got that and some athleticism on the perimeter. Who do you look as that biggest threat right now to the Wildcats? I really, I really look at it as Oregon because you know, they're on the upward swing second it takes a while sometimes when you got those recruits coming in. It takes a second sometimes of uh, those senior, fifth-year, six-year guys. Sometimes it takes a little while for those guys to jail because, you know, they have their games. and The coaches are not going to teach them a lot. It's about making that team jail and come together. So a lot of times you see the best of Oregon in the second half of the season, you know, going down to the, the last fourth of the season. So, yeah, I expect Oregon to be a bigger problem. They have a, a, a bunch of big-time Division One guys that have experience. Uh, uh, but UCLA and, and, and you know, and, and, and Coach Cronin, uh, uh, they just had an experience of being a championship team. I mean, a team that went to the championship. So they still going to be a team to reckon with. But when I think when they get down to the end, I think it's going to be Arizona and uh, uh, Oregon. Watch out for Stanford, too. They lost a big game the other night. But I like Stanford a lot. I like Stanford a lot. Do they have somebody they on that? play fundamental basketball. Do they have somebody on uh, your that team from maybe your neck of the woods? Yeah, no, man. They, they, man, they, that kid is playing great over there, man. Harrison, I mean – Again, you know, uh, I saw him play in high school. He was mm -hmm. a kid that did a lot uh, 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 with the talent that he had. He wasn't at the, the biggest, most talented schools in Dallas, but he was able to make his team one of the big, you know, one of the more talent, uh, you know, one of the more competitive teams in Dallas. So, you know, I, with Ingram, uh, uh, mm -hmm. I, I knew once he got the Stanford, that style of play would be good for him. I mean, imagine having a six-six bully point guard. Right. No, no, no joke. You ain't kidding. All right. Kelvin's actually in the, uh, because I hear Kelvin's reads now. I got to do a quick read on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. All right. Here's the deal. You throw down $5 on a game this weekend, you get, and you, that team wins, you get $280 in free plays. Kelvin, you're, uh, you're, you're smart. 
who do you uh, you look at all these games this week? Do you you got a winner that you're thinking of off the top of your head? Oh man, I'm, you know, right now I'm thinking about uh, football. I do my pick on Thursdays. Yeah, you know? who do you got? You, <laughs> <laughs> uh, give us uh, a but, sneak uh, preview. Uh, you know, football. You know, me and my son was talking, and, and he said, "You know what? I think 49ers got by Dallas." And but me, my, my son KJ said, "There's no way they're getting by Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers." All right, there you go, KJ. I, I'll, I'm going to take it, KJ. And by the way, if anybody hasn't seen KJ, this is the most muscular. Ch- How old's KJ now? Uh, KJ is uh, eight now. Eight. All right. K- I don't want to put any pressure on KJ, but KJ is the most muscular put-together eight-year-old I've ever seen in my entire life. It's absolutely amazing. So, all right, check that out. DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX, 21 and up, Arizona only. Got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. They'll get you all taken care of. All right, Kelvin, let's move over to the uh, women's side of the equation. Um, and then I wanted to uh, talk a little football, and then I wanted to talk some Kelvin Efon. This Arizona women's basketball team with Adia Barnes, I was wrong. I thought that I kind of wondered if this was a situation where it was a good program, but, you know, you lose that player in Ari McDonald. Mm-hmm. Man, this is a program now. This ain't just a team where you've got just one player, and Adia Barnes has shown that. I know they just came off the tough loss, but she's got a top-10 program going right here, Kelvin. Oh, yeah, she got a top 10 program. I mean, Dia got this program, uh, you know, going to another level. It's like she picked up where she left off at when she, you know, when she left. Mm-hmm. Uh, she left it as a program that was going to NCAA tournaments, won an NIT championship when she was here as a player. You know, and then she worked her way up with this thing. She did an NIT championship, you know, got to the tournament, made a run. And, and again, people thought it was all about uh, McDonald. But at the end of the day, it's, 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 she's showing that, you know, she's a good coach that knows how to develop players and understand how to continue on that, you know, upper, upper spiral uh, to get to the next level. Did you see, because you were on campus, I think, with her for all four years, if I'm not mistaken, right? Or yeah, least, all four years. Yeah, all four years. Did you see her becoming a coach at some point? Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. You know, it? a lot of time, you know, when you're an athlete and when you see, a, you know, a player, she wasn't the highest jumping. She wasn't the fastest. Right. Uh, so you saw her playing with her intellect. You saw her playing with her head. And so you knew, you know, a lot of times you see players like that, that, you know, understand the game and, and play from, you know, the, the shoulders up. Uh, a lot of times those, those uh, coaches are, or those players are good, are, are going to be, become coaches for sure. So, yeah, I saw it in Adia. She was a leader from early on. Okay, Kelvin. So now um... – what when you look at this team right now, what is their what is their upside? Like if everything breaks right for them, can this team get back to the final four? Is this maybe a transition year? What does Kelvin Efon see? You know, it, it'd be hard with, with Peloton playing well. She has that experience. She played a lot of games last year when she back, uh uh bagged up um uh McDonald and, and you know she got coaches back for show. And, and right. you know, so I see her experience plus uh the veteran uh leadership of uh uh Sam. Uh, 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 in there as well, and, and, and then just you know having Kate Reese and all them. I, I, it's hard for me to see them not being able to get back at least to a Final Four. It, okay. At least to a Final Four. All right. So the cool thing, and we're going to get to this in a minute, is you coach you coach men and women. Mm-hmm. What is the biggest difference in you know when you're? What is the biggest difference coaching one side as opposed to the other? Um, I, I man, is there, you, is there a difference? I don't really think there's a huge difference. I think with the men. You know, they tend to play more with their athleticism. Right. And, right. And, 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 you know, but, you know, the, the, the great players tend to be, you know, high IQ players anyway. Uh, a lot of time with the better women, they are high IQ players. They, they play, you know, a very high IQ basketball game. So, you know, yeah, that's what I noticed. 
Okay, great. All right, now let's move over to the football side. Um, you were obviously, we call you the captain for a reason here. You were the captain of the best team in school history. I know some people say 94. For me, it's 98. It's my podcast, so I'm going with 98 right there. Yeah, let's so, go. Yep. So you've got a team that you had 18 NFL players on the team mm-hmm. at that um, at that point. First of all, question before we get to football. Did you have any idea that you had – when you looked around that locker room, the captain, mm-hmm. did you say, man, there's 18 NFL players on this team? Yeah, and, and it was more too. <laughs> right, it was right. more. You know, right. we had 18, but it was even more than that, man. You know, different circumstances and whatnot. You right. know, held some guys up in the next two or three years or what. But yeah, I saw it all around. Just just the you know the uh, uh, the athletic ability, the heart, the determination, and just having winners in the locker room. Okay, how are how is what has Jed Fish been able to sell? Because right now you're looking at a program with that's done a complete overhaul. I'm gonna run one second to come back. Half a second. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Go ahead, Kelvin. So we're going to talk about uh, Jed Fish right here and just kind of the complete overhaul. Let me tell you what. Let me get a read in here real quick. This is about the Arizona vaccine. If you uh, children five and older are now eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine, the vaccine is the best tool we have to reduce the chances of getting sick with COVID. And uh, go ahead and you uh, go ahead and visit. Uh, let's see here. We got uh, uh, visit azhealth.gov. Find vaccine for a location near you. Everybody knows somebody that has, a, you know, had had something to do with uh, COVID. Go ahead and get that fight. And uh, we got Kelvin Efon back right now. Yes, All right, sir. Kelvin. Let's talk about uh, what is Jed Fish selling right now? Because he's got the number one receiver in the nation. He's got the number one. He's got a quarterback coming in who's who's no joke. He's got Rayshon Speedy Luke. No relation to Mike Luke. I know some oh, people that might be can't fuck. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of people think it, but he's not. Yeah, I had to, you know, just had to my knowledge anyways. But okay, what's, he okay. selling, what's he selling there, Kelvin? Like what, uh, how, how are you able to get all, you know, what's so enticing, I guess, about Arizona right now? Well, to me, it's two things as a coach that you really have to sell, you know, when you go into a kid's house, if you're talking about, you know, bringing in a guy that could play immediately, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 what you're selling is, one, you're, the, the best thing that you can have to sell is tradition and winning, and you're sending guys to the pros. That's the number one thing, kind of like what Alabama has going, a lot of the SEC schools. Mm-hmm. Now, a school like Arizona, you know, one in 20, whatever you want to call it, over the last years or whatever, uh, what do you have to sell? Playing time. Right. Playing time. Division one playing time in a prestigious conference like the Conference of Champions, the Pac-12. Right. That that really that really matters. I mean, I think I think that when, when you're a player and you're looking on the schedule and, and you see opportunity to play USC, UCLA, you know, I you know, I, I look at a lot of these guys, four star, low five star, if that's mm-hmm. a, such a thing. Uh, but Recruited by UCLA, but maybe not their main. Ta- I mean, USC's right. and the Oregon's, but maybe not their main targets. Right. It's an opportunity for them to come in early and play against those guys and prove those guys wrong that, hey, I should be playing at USC. And and, and more than that, I'm better than the guys you have. So right. I, I think that's 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 a huge sale. And I'll tell you what, him playing all those young guys, those young receivers, Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 you know, we the lost Dorian guys. singers, guys like that. Yeah. 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 He, he played a lot of young guys early right. transfers. He gave Jordan McLeod, all these guys, the transfer, the, the starting quarterback was a, you know, a transfer from Washington state, just right. like they got the starting quarterback. They just got this guy from Washington state that they just brought in right here as well. You right. get those guys uh, with starting abilities because you see the year before that the coach is giving people opportunities. 
Right. And as right. a player, all you want is opportunity. If you, like, you give me an opportunity, and we, I can make something happen. Now, tell people out there a little bit, because the one thing I try to caution is now everybody's saying, well, we should win 10 or 11 games next year. Right. I know. Here, here's the difference. And I tell this all the time, and you can speak this better than me. If John Calipari goes from whatever school and brings John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins, Eric Bledsoe, yeah, they're going to compete for a Final Four immediately. Mm. Kelvin, tell how much different it is in football than it is in basketball from an 18 to a 21 to a 22-year-old. Go ahead. Man, say, if you think when you're dealing with grown men, I mean, you're coming in there, you know, and you're bringing young guys in and you're, you know, you're basically, you know, starting over. I mean, you know, now right. he's bringing his guys now. You know, you had some transfers last year, but now you're bringing your guys uh, to kind of help do the rebuild. And you got to watch that because you mm -hmm. have guys that are already there that you got to make sure you don't rub them wrong that you're going right. to need. Right. So it's a rebuild, but. You know, we're continuing on to what we started last year type of thing, you know. So I, I just feel like that. Yeah, man, it, it, it's going to be tough to, uh, 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 you know, to turn that thing around. Uh, but I think people need to make sure they understand. You better look at that schedule because that schedule is going to be tough next year. Yeah, if this no team's doubt. win, and, and I'm not – and this, I don't care if it's Coach Lloyd or who the coach is. With that schedule and being a new coach here, you know, if you can win four to five games, that's going to be pretty good. Yeah, you know, that, depending on how the Pac-12 shakes out in the end, but that 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 non-conference is man, brutal. that's that's brutal. <laughs> right, you know, that's gonna be a test. So I'm glad, you know, if the freshman quarterback Noah ends up taking the job, that's great. That means he's mm -hmm. ready, ready. Right. Uh, but I'm glad that we got some veterans, Jordan McLeod and and uh, uh, what's the kid name from Washington State? Jaden Delora. You know him. Yeah. Uh, 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 I'm glad we got some veteran guys to be able to start this thing because that gives you a true opportunity and a realistic chance, you know, to win. I tell people all the time, this next year to me, I don't really care much. I mean, you want to win games, I get that, but yeah. I care more about building that base and getting that into that year, that year three, and then that year four, and then you can rock and roll because you're going to be playing a ton of freshmen this year, and I mean, you know. What school do you know plays a ton of freshmen that wins a ton of games? Doesn't happen. <laughs> no, not not in not at this level, not at the Pac-12 level. So now I'm gonna have North Dakota. I think they got North Dakota State. That's mm -hmm. gonna be a problem. You're gonna right. see right there what playing red shirt seniors, you know, going against a bunch of sophomores and freshmen look like. That's gonna be right. tough, man. All right. I want to get to Kelvin Efon here in just a second. What he's up to as far as coaching and whatnot. Got one more read. DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. You throw down $5 on an NFL game this week. If that team wins, you get $280 in free plays. Kelvin says that KJ likes the Packers this week. Is that correct? Oh, yeah, the Packers for sure. I agree with Kelvin, and I agree with KJ on that. <laughs> I would take the Packers. Um, you got a lot of a lot of different games you could check out this week. Mm -hmm. Out of curiosity, who do you like to win the Super Bowl? Um, the Super Bowl right now. You know, I can't go against uh, Brady until he's out of it. Right. I'm the same way, bro. Like, dude's 45 <laughs> years. Dude's almost – actually, who – hold on. You're, what, a couple years older than Brady? A few. Because he's 44, right? Yeah, he's 44, yeah, right. I'm, 40, I'm 47. I, okay. I yeah, there you yeah. – I mean, there yeah. you go, dude. It ain't, it, both both guys aging very well right there. Yeah, I so that, I would uh, – yeah. go, go ahead and check out the uh, DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. Get down on the Packers. Get down on the Bucks. All right. Kelvin, um, you're uh, – a lot of people don't know what you do behind the scenes here in Tucson. And I'm going to talk because I know you don't like to do it, but uh, <laughs> over at uh, you, you work with a couple girls um, over at, well, a lot of kids, but a couple girls that I see every Saturday and 
you know, away from the limelight. And they're both playing incredibly good ball right now. Thanks to, you know, the tutelage of you. You want to give them a little bit of a shout out and just kind of talk about what you do right there. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, my girl, Madania Vital over at uh, Amphi High School and also uh, Knowledge Smith. Uh, man, been, been, been coaching those young ladies and in the group of young ladies that came to me, I had never coached, you know, girls, I had trained some girls, but I had yeah. never had a, you know, a club girls team, man. And they came to me in the uh, seventh grade and said they wanted to do it. And, uh, man, we, you know, we had some Castle Grand girls also, and Leah Robbins, mm-hmm. which is Randy Robbins is, uh, is, uh, his niece. And okay. then, uh, uh, you know, Juliet is another girl that plays Castle Grand, you know, the players on our team, but, you know, F I, uh, um, you know, those girls, man, especially to me, man, you know, uh, um, you, you know, they, you know, a lot of time when people thought I was just a tough coach and, you know, was mean and right. here I go, you know, running in here with this, you know, uh, right. 15, 16 year old girls team, man, you know, and so they, you know, man, they stuck it out, man. I think they, you know, I, I, I think my reputation for being a tough coach kind of people to figured it out now because these young girls and brain, you know, they done brought out the soft side of me, but they some players though, man. I mean, you know, Nolly Smith probably had about 83s at this point in the season. Right. Madinez is a triple threat, uh, problem we just went over well over a thousand points so far well over she's about 13 1400 at this point right here uh man assists i mean she's had games this year of 12 uh uh mm-hmm. steals uh and, you know previous years 18 steals i mean just a tremendous player man i can't wait uh to see where they end up at as far as going to college and whatnot because you know both are definitely college basketball players What's unique about my guy, like I said, too, is that you can go by and a lot of times people bring the camera and say, look, I'm going to go help somebody out. This he doesn't. I'll give you an idea. I've known Kelvin for about 10 years, give or take. And I take my dog to the dog park across from where he was training. And this is about two years ago. And I'm looking over. I'm like, wait a second. That's Kelvin Efon over there. Come to find out the guy's been doing this every Saturday morning for basically eternity. And, you know, that's the kind of duty is. Um you're not going to find anybody that does more time or, you know, that does more time with people and doesn't say anything about it than uh, Kelvin. And that's incredibly commendable right there, Kelvin. Oh man, I appreciate it, man. You know, they, you know, it ain't about, you know, what you talk about and everything like that is what you're trying to do. I do have a, you know, a business aspect to it because, you know, I had a you know, training company. So I, you know, I love to get that out there as much. Yeah, as go I ahead. Can. Yeah. Where, how can people get a hold of you, my man? Well, you can hit me up, you know, uh, you know, uh, on Twitter, five, two, oh, three, one, two, two six seven nine you know just hit me up hit me up with a text or whatnot i'm on uh twitter as well you know facebook uh so yeah you can get at me i'm you know football training i think people forget a lot of times that i was yep. pretty good at football yeah. so you know love training football players as well but you know basketball players uh you know and you know just 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 helping a man in that mental training uh skill development you know you're trying to get them right so they can play at a high level in high school and beyond now, just talk a little bit, too, before we let you go. And again, I'm super, uh, super grateful for your time. Just talk a little bit, though, because you give back because, you know, you came from you you came from a tough area. Just kind of give people a little bit of a, you know, what what you came up, how you became the athlete, the person that you did. Well, you know, I give a lot of credit to my my grandfather and my grandmother. You know, they they, they raised me a lot. I had a young mom uh, that, you know, had me at a young age at, you know, 14 years old. And uh, but, you know, she, you know, never let us quit. You know, it was tough. We lived in a tough neighborhood, you know, growing up, um, you know, in South Dallas, you know, during the, you know, the crack era, you know, right. where it was, you know, some uh, gang violence. But, you know, our neighborhood was beautiful at the same time because, you know, we all looked out for each other at the end of the day. You know, the, you know, uh, uh, the, the guys, the neighborhood guys made sure guys like myself, you know, tried to steer away from trouble and, and everything like that and pointed me towards sports. So, 
you know, uh, really appreciate again, appreciate my grandfather because he lived, you know, in Seagullville, Sand Branch, Texas, which I ended up finding out, which is uh, the first place slaves on land in Dallas. Wow. So we had whales. We had whales. We had wow. a long farm out there. So learned a lot of hard work, you know, on the farm every weekend in the, uh, in, uh, every weekend right. and in the summers with my grandfather. So, man, you know, learned a lot of values with that. But sports was was great for me because, you know, it gave me an opportunity to, uh, you know, show people who I was besides the tough exterior people see, you know, sometimes. Right. Kelvin's the epitome of a guy that doesn't forget where he came from. And as far as helping these girls out um, again, it's I'm a big, a big fan, of, big fan of Kelvin. He's uh, you again, he's, he's done. I can't even tell you how many kids he's put into college, yeah. how many kids that uh, you know, are making, making money that he, man, he's, and, and, you know, and Mike, I like this, man. I got, you know, Dr. Weaver, not even Dr. Jaws, Dr. Kobe Weaver, you know, mm -hmm. his son, and, you know, I have doctors, lawyers, I mean, you know, uh, 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 I mean, all kinds, you know, teachers, coaches, man, it, you know, it's, 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 it's such a blessing, man. You know, I, you know, I appreciate it because it's, it's all the great coaches I had coach Tommy, uh, 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 coach, uh, um, you know, I had coach Cox, coach Olson, you know, uh, back coach Leonard school, Bishop. Bishop. Oh yeah! Oh no! That dude, coach, Hall of Fame, right? Hall of Fame, yeah, high school coach, man. You know, Coach Chris Bosh. So, you know, I feel lucky to be able to pass on a lot of the things that I learned from my grandfather and all those great men and women that I was around growing up. Kelvin, I can't thank you enough for coming on, my man. And again, it's always a pleasure. And you know what? This is a like I said, when you think Arizona athletics, when you think Tucson, you're not going to think of many people before you think of Kelvin Efron right there. I appreciate you, my man. Oh, man, appreciate the salute, man. All right, appreciate All right. you. All right, for Kelvin Efon and Mike Luke, you've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. Oh.